Uh, so I keep maintaining as we get more and more into the NFL offseason now, I think Derek Carr is a perfect fit for the Jets. Uh, Absolutely perfect. I, I, Aaron Rodgers is too flaky. We don't know where he's going to want to be in a year. He's not going to want to work with the younger players. Derek Carr is a great leader. Watching what he did two years ago for that team and they had everything going on off the field. He's not – maybe doesn't have the – he doesn't have the ceiling that Aaron Rodgers has, rightfully so. But, man, he could go out there and just give this team stability at that position, leadership at that position, and, and quite frankly – Anybody is better than what they had last year, yet that team was also still talking about the playoffs. And even with a down year last year, 4,000 yards in four of the past five seasons for Derek Carr, I mean, those are good numbers. With the young players that they have there on both sides of the football, it just makes perfect sense for me. And I think Derek Carr is going to be a hot commodity on the free agent market, just given the intangibles of more than just an actual what he does on the field, but the leadership, all of those things make sense. Now, whether he thinks playing in New York is a fit is a whole other conversation. And according to his brother, David Carr and NFL Network, don't expect a quick process with this. Derek had a great trip. So he went there to, to get a feel for how they work, you know, from the top down. And everyone he met, and we knew he would love Robert Sala. I've known yeah. Robert for a while. MJ knows Robert. He's fantastic. And they hit it off, and they they would love to work together. But there's a lot of questions that have to be asked. You know, he has to, he has to find out how the inner workings of obviously – the front office works, but then also, I think the most important thing for him as a veteran quarterback, what is it going to be like as an offensive play caller and a quarterback in that relationship? It, it's more than just the team, too, you yeah. know, and I think that's what needs to get factored in with these decisions. It's, it's got to be both sides have to think that they can work together. You got to have a, uh, a coaching staff that you're, you're comfortable with, a system you're comfortable with, front office, what's your mindset moving forward. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets. It's, he's not going to care about the long-term plan. It might just be for one year if that was the case. But who knows? We haven't heard from Has he actually come out of his uh, his dark tunnel yet? I don't think so. I think he's still in the dark tunnel. <laughs> Did he stay a little longer than expected? You know, this is nice. I'm going to stay a little longer. Yeah, he, he may. Uh, see, and that's the thing. Like, you look at the last two years for Derek Carr. So two years ago, he leads the Raiders to the playoffs, and that was a disaster of a season because Gruden ends up getting fired. Uh, all the off-the-field situations that happened for the Raiders. But he was great that year, even though he did throw 14 picks. Last year, that was yep. the same problem, double-digit interceptions. And he only played 15 games, and he still threw 14 picks. If he could go back to doing what he did in 2020, protect the ball when he threw 27 touchdowns and nine picks, I like this fit for the Jets. Because for the Jets to win games, I just think that they need a game manager. I hate that term. Like, this is what I was talking about last night. I mean, he's going to go out there, he's going to throw for 4,000 yards. I just don't want a guy that's going to turn the ball over if I have a top 10 defense, if I have a run game like that, and I have all those skill position players because they're loaded with talent. I actually like the Jets situation more than I like the Raiders because I don't like the Raiders' offensive line. I like Devontae Adams, but he's going to be 31 years old. Darren Waller was not healthy last year. Hunter Renfro was not healthy last year. They have a bad defense. Where with the Jets, you have a potential top 10 defense. You have a defensive-minded head coach in Robert Sala. We don't know what the play calling is going to look like with uh, mm-hmm. Buddy Hackett there. But you have Garrett Wilson. You have Corey Davis. You have Denzel Mims. They can't even get him on the field. Even if Brees Hall is not ready until midseason, you still have Zonovan Knight. You have Michael Carter. You have Ty Johnson there. And you're stacked at the tight end position. You have Conklin and Uzama. So I just I really like that situation for whoever does end up getting that job or whoever does end up taking over uh, you know, the quarterbacking duties for the Jets. I would just rather have Aaron Rodgers if he'll commit for two years. If that, he's only committing for one year, you have two. then you can't do it. Because, you know, he again, it's going to be a new system, even if it is Hackett. And it might take a year. And um, I, I think you probably have a better shot getting multiple years, obviously, out of Derek Carr. Since he's only 32 years old, yep. it seems like he's been around forever. I know. But he's only 32. 
Aaron Rodgers is is clearly the best quarterback that could be on the market. But there's Over just Lamar. Would you who'd you rather have? Like let's just say like you're ready to win right now and you have Aaron Rodgers, well, the, the last year of film of Aaron Rodgers. And I love Aaron Rodgers. You had the two MVP years, and then you had, like, last year, if you go back, you watch yeah, those games. I know. And I, I, know. I make the excuse of the broken thumb and the rookie wide receivers, but, man, like, that game against Detroit, that was the Lions' secondary. I have to go Lamar Jackson, then, if that's the case. Yeah, if we're talking Lamar yeah. being – because, again, I know we've had Jason Lock and Four on the show yeah. multiple times has said Lamar Jackson, there's a good chance he's somewhere else. And if – if that's the case and he is available, then Lamar Jackson is the number one in that spot. Of course, yeah, you question whether he can stay healthy, fine. Well, you question whether Aaron Rodgers is going to be uh, fully invested for an entire season, let alone two seasons. So it's it's tough because this is a different landscape than we've had before where NFL teams can have their win totals spike, their expectations spike just by adding a quarterback that used to not be available, right? You never mm-hmm. had... Drew Brees was maybe one of the few that you'd think of, and that was a long time ago, and Drew Brees wasn't Drew Brees that we remember in New Orleans. You just don't have these quarterbacks that are stars out on the free agent market or potentially on the the trade market. It just doesn't happen. So now there's a whole new level of of interest and intrigue in the NFL offseason and the potential for a lot of different teams, like the Jets specifically, to to turn things around. Now, we thought that was going to be the Broncos last year. It still remains to be seen. If Russell Wilson under Sean Payton is going to be a whole different story, I think he's going to be. I think that's a playoff team next year. I'm not ready to write off Russell Wilson yet, but I also don't think that that's a Super Bowl contending team either, and they invested a lot of money in Russell Wilson, and that that team's not going to win a Super Bowl either, not in the next couple of seasons at least. they got to make some drastic changes still, but I mean – if Lamar Jackson's out there, that you're going to have to pay a lot of money, but you're yeah. going to get one of the most dynamic players in the NFL when healthy that has shown he can throw the football, that has shown he can break the team's franchise record for the most passing yards in a game, that can lead the league in, in passing yards as an MVP. We have seen that. The, the thing that you ask about Lamar Jackson, which is kind of similar to what we were looking for and then got this year from Jalen Hurts, was consistency. Yeah. We got a lot more consistency and a better accuracy from Jalen Hurts this season. You need that consistency and that accuracy combined for an entire season from Lamar Jackson to really shake off a lot of the narratives that are there that are, look, they are true and they're reasonable in, in, in some, at least in some instances. Yeah, I would do see, and that's the thing. Like, it's funny because we keep talking about Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers, but Lamar Jackson's probably played his last down as a Baltimore I Raven. think so, too. I really and do. I think what they're going to end up doing is they're going to have to use the franchise tag, but they're going to have to use the expensive exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson, and then they're going to end up having to do a sign-and-trade. So I think it's going to end up most likely being Atlanta or Carolina because they're not going to trade him uh, to the AFC. I think they're going to want him in the NFC, mm-hmm. and you're going to want – And that's the thing. Like, what do you want in return? You're going to want draft picks, but you're going to want the right draft picks. You know, you're going to want the right first-round pick. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens right there because, uh, yeah, Derek Carr, that's obviously an upgrade for the Jets. If they had Derek Carr last year, they'd probably win 10-11 games. Anything's an upgrade over Mike White or Zach Wilson or uh, Strevler, whoever else they were rolling out there last (laughs) season come week 15, (laughs) week 16. I just – Man, if I, I would do anything, I would make every single phone call I could for Lamar. It's it's crazy that Baltimore would even consider trading him, though, because I just don't think that there's a better option. I mean, what's the better option? Maybe you move up and you get a top-five pick and you draft 5'10 Bryce Young. Like, Lamar's already won a playoff game. Uh, I've already done this where I've defended Lamar Jackson. You know how I feel right, about him. Right. But I'm just saying if I could have any of the three even over Rodgers, that's who I want. 
um, if I'm ready to win right now. And if you're the Jets, as crazy as it sounds, you're so young, but your window is like three to four years. Kind of same thing with the Cincinnati Bengals because you'll have to pay Sauce Gardner. will be the highest paid defensive back in the league here soon enough. Yep. You're going to have to pay at least one of those guys on the defensive line. And then Garrett Wilson's going to be a top 10, top five paid wide receiver most likely. Uh, Brees Hall, I mean, he's a running back, so you don't really have to worry about that. But they're going to have to pay a lot of guys. So I feel like you want to win in the next three to four years. You want to maximize it now. If you're not paying, if you're not, you, if you don't have a quarterback that's on a rookie deal, you want the rest of that roster to be as cheap as possible if you have to pay for a veteran. The yeah. Jets are in a rare position where they drafted so well, they've got young players on early, early on in rookie deals too, that they can add a quarterback that may cost them a little bit more knowing that it'll fit right there and it'll be They drafted okay. so well and then they drafted Zach Wilson. They they just watched Coastal Carolina just ragdoll him for four straight quarters. They're like, you know what? We need him. Teams will stretch and convince themselves I don't get that it. a quarterback that is better than they are. I did bet him to win rookie of the year though, so I don't know what I'm talking you know, about. You know, I mean listen, this is a good price. How many times have we seen this though in the NFL? Quarterbacks just don't live up to the expectations because it's an incredibly important position and there's very few that can play it well.